You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods, hosted by EJ Stewart. Let's get to it, New York. There, <laughs> there you go. CP, the franchise, joins us here on Orange and Blue Bloods. So, uh, there was some interesting tea that really spilled out of that game from Saturday beyond just the final score. So first, yeah, yeah the New Jersey native Carl Anthony Towns greeted very warmly by Nick Sprass uh, during this T-Wolves trip to the city. Apparently the hatchet between him and Tibbs has been buried. Tibbs calling Towns as talented as they come. Uh, you had Towns saying Tibbs is one of the best excellent and, and O's coaches he's ever played for, that the beef they had years ago was deaded during a conversation they had man-to-man. Uh, and then you had that what kind of became a viral clip of, you know, Cat running on the on the court. And it seems appears like Leon Rose calls him over. Maybe he recognizes Leon is there sitting there with uh, Gerson Rosas, new yeah. vice president of the Knicks. Uh, James Dolan, owner of the Knicks, sitting right there. And they come over, they shake hands. Uh, James Dolan did not stand up, which uh, some people thought was interesting. But uh, but they all shake hands and they have a warm greeting there. So people wondering what's going on with that. Is there any interest there? And then you had uh, Rudy Gobert who really kind of unloaded on the Knicks, kind of on the flip side, talking about their handling of Evan Fournier, saying essentially it was disrespectful. Uh, he said that, you know, yeah. Fournier is the best shooter on the team and that uh, that he can contribute. And the way the Knicks have handled things has been unfortunate and, as I said, uh, disrespectful in his words. So uh, first on the Fournier aspect, do you think that there has been any aspect of this that has crossed the line of being disrespectful? I feel like uh, one yeah. of the things Gobert talked about was lack of communication potentially, which – we kind of heard a little. We've heard with Tibbs before. We heard it with Kemba Walker. Um, I feel like we've heard it with other guys in the past. Like, I guess Derrick Rose, yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, I think maybe even Alfred Payton in the playoffs in 2021. Uh, it seemed like you know some of the tweets going on from Alfred Payton's family. Maybe it's just like there was something not really communicated well with how they handled him. Do you think that the Knicks have handled this poorly with Evan Fournier? Yeah. No, not necessarily. I mean, they certainly cut the check, right? The, 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 checks, the checks are clearing, whatever they come in. So it right. can't be that bad, right? I mean, yeah. he's getting paid to, to ride a scooter into the garden every night and, and chill out on the bench. But look, Gobert sticking up for his friend, as he should, even though it's yeah. quite rich that he's talking about, you know, disrespectful things when this is a guy who they accuse of spreading COVID around for his whole team. So yeah, or, or punched his teammate on the, on, right. the, on the bench last year. Right. Right. <laughs> so that, that's very rich, but he's sticking up for his friend. But 
look, the, the the business side of the NBA, it's an ugly business, man. It's a very ugly business. Like I remember when I had Langston Galloway on my show, and we talked about the fact that there was one offseason where he signed with his hometown New Orleans Pelicans. He's from New yep. Orleans, signed a deal with them in, in over the summer. And by February, they shipped him off to the Sacramento Kings. And this is when the Kings were still bad. So this is like the equivalent of going to the wall in like Game of Thrones. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a very ugly yeah. business. <laughs> look, yeah. look what happened to Raymond Felton when he first signed with the Knicks. And then they trade him yeah. for, for Carmelo. So in Fournier's case, look, we need defense on this team. Is Could his shooting be used? Absolutely. Is the way that this roster is built, it's kind of clunky in a way that, you know, you don't want to leave yourself too exposed if you put him out there. I can understand Tibbs' issue. It's a, it's a tough business, man. And is Tom Thibodeau like the relationship-driven head coach? No. And I thought there was a reason why they kind of fortified him with the people that they did when he first got here. It was World Wide West. You had uh, um, the guy who went to Louisville, Tony uh, Payne. Kenny oh, yeah, Payne. yeah, yeah. Kenny, yeah, Kenny Payne. Payne. Yes. Kenny Payne had the relationship with all the guys. It was Mike Woodson. Yeah. Mike Woodson was always right. a player's coach. So – I thought that the reason why they did that was because of the issues that Thibodeau had with relationships with the Timberwolves, with the Bulls. So they did that. Look, with, with Fournier, they're either going to use his contract to trade for a bigger star or, you know, does he get sent home? I don't think it's I think he'll be more professional than that. But I, I don't necessarily think that they handled it in a wrong way. It's, it's a tough business, man. It's a it's a next man up league. And whatever the coach feels like the team needs, he's going to play those guys. Look, he did that to Derrick Rose. I mean, that's a basketball yeah. equivalent of his son. Right. <laughs> right. So yeah, <laughs> it's, it just is what it is, man. Yeah. With Fournier, it just, look, I, I Fournier to me is a, I think he's a hooper trooper. I think he loves playing basketball. I don't think he's a guy yes, that wants yes. to just, there are plenty of guys that be fine just collecting a check. Collecting, and, and absolutely. Being, being good. But yeah. I think he's a guy that wants to play. I think he loves playing the game. I think he feels like he, I think in his heart he feels like he can contribute to winning. And as someone who loves basketball myself, I respect that. And I could see where Rudy Gobert from the outside saying a team that lacks shooting has a guy who set the record for three pointers made in franchise history. How does he not get any burn? But we watch the games and we see what happened when Evan Fournier plays extended amounts of time. Like right. that season that he hit all those threes, Knicks didn't win Jack. <laughs> they had a terrible year. And what we saw in FIBA, uh, he played really well. He shot the ball really well. His plus-minus numbers were dreadful. Yeah. And it's got bounced early. He, it just doesn't appear that he's a player that really impacts winning at all. It, it, he's a guy that can fill a, a check a box, you know, where he can, okay, three-pointers made, baskets. Like, he can give you that, but he's not really providing anything else. He's not making anybody else better. And he got beat out. Like, Quentin Grimes yeah. is a better all-around player than him. Josh Hart is a better all-around player than him. And they shrunk the rotation, so there's just no need to have him out there. So I like, I don't think it's been disrespectful. I, I know that people harp on, oh, there should be communication, whatever. Like, I don't know. Like, Fournier is not a dummy. Like, he knows basketball. He knows what yeah. his box, his plus-minus box score is. He knows how the team is playing when he's out there. It's not a rocket science. He knows what the fans are saying. Fans yeah. were calling for him to be out of the rotation – like in training camp last year, right. like I, right. I wasn't calling for me out of rotation, but I was living that he was named the starter. I thought that was ridiculous. So yeah. like to be naive and just be like, Oh, I don't know how this happened or where this is coming from. It, it, it is a little ridiculous to me. 
Um, by the way, I, I, we just got word from Tom Thibodeau about how he feels about how he's handled uh, uh, you know, Evan Forney. I want to make sure I play it here. My actions don't require any defense. In the same situation, I do it again. Okay, that was not Tom Thibodeau. <laughs> that, was Bat- that was Batman. Oh. <laughs> that was not Tom Thibodeau. For those listening, that that was Batman. Um, but I don't know. It just it just feels to me like uh, it's going to be a thing as long as Fournier is on the team. I agree. I don't think that they send him home. I I think he may want to go home. I, I th- he talked about yeah. there was hatred with the Knicks. I I think that he really is fed up. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if he suggested. I don't think Knicks will send him home. I think that yeah. Tibbs is kind of an old school guy. Um, they they are a relationship front office, but I think they're kind of an old school front office as well. Like I think they're more traditional than people think. So I don't think they'd want to send a guy. I don't think Dolan wants to send a guy home who's just collecting money. I right. I can't I, imagine. I don't see that. Yeah. I can't imagine. I don't see with that. that. Yeah. yeah. So I think I think Fournier is going to be asked to be on the bench and be ready to play. And what we saw last season is like when there are injuries, he usually is the first guy up, and he should be. Like of like I don't yeah. love him on the team. I don't think he contributes all that much, but like. He can shoot. The team does need shooting. And we saw in the random game where RJ, you know, got sick right before the game. Against right before the game. He steps in, steps in and he played fantastic and he was shooting yeah. ball great. So um, so he, I think that's kind of his role kind of coming into the season. Mm-hmm. On Crosby Towns, do you think, one, do you think that there is real love there or interest there from the Knicks perspective? Because the way I see Crosby Towns and that fit in, Minnesota, it just feels like it's inevitable that like he is the guy that has to be moved. Gobert yeah. is unmovable because of his contract. And the Edwards is a superstar. I'm not going to move him. So Cat would be the guy to move. But his contract is, I think, horrendous. And I don't know if people really understand just how much money he's making. Do you think that the Knicks have real interest in Crawford Towns? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just based on the relationships um, mm-hmm. between Leon Rose, Tibbs, who he said he passed things up with. Uh, Julius Randle, who I, I don't think would even be here in a, in a town, theoretical town trade, but but you never know. Uh, World Wide West, like, you know, the, the relationships are there. And in the NBA, a player of that caliber, we're, we're not, I'm not going to diminish what Carl Anthony Towns is as a player. Right. A player of that caliber is going to garner some level of interest around the NBA. Now, at what price? I think that's left to, to to be seen, right? Like, where is he on their priority list? I don't think he's at the top. I think Embiid is certainly at the top. Right. But I would have to think that the Knicks would be interested in a Carl Anthony Towns acquisition, just depending on the price and how that team would look. And that's my that's my concern with a potential Towns acquisition is that you already have Jalen Brunson, who's a poor defender. You have Julius Randle, who's not a consistent effort defender and then you bring in a carl anthony towns who's the same and even though offensively you love his game of course he can space the floor and open things up but if you if your core three and let's say you even swapped out julius randall and and now you have towns rj and brunson as a as a theoretical core that's still average to below average defensively i think that's too many pieces of your core that that are weak defensively like how far could you really go with a team like that I don't think it's that far. The Knicks' next acquisition has to be strong on both sides of the ball. Yeah, I, I'm so out on Quanthi Towns being a guy yeah. that would make a sense for the Knicks to go after. I'm torn on whether or not the interest is real because those those connections are real, and as soon as uh, those those ties are real, and as soon as Leon was hired, you know the article was coming out and they're naming the former CAA or current CAA yeah. 
guys who are in the NBA. And Carlton Towns got named like it, almost immediately as soon as uh, the, the Knicks uh, hired Leon Rose in part because of their relationship, but in part because, uh, you know, Carl Anthony's ties to the area. Mm-hmm. So I'm torn on I'm torn on that because that does exist. But then I look at the Knicks and how frugal they've been with the money they've given out. I feel like almost every almost every they've gotten guys who were um, essentially kind of I don't want to say discount guys, but I don't I don't feel like anybody's really taking them to the to the to the Brinks truck with any kind of crazy contracts. Most of the guys that they've signed, they've signed either fair market value deals or deals yeah. I was you know got a really great deal. Yeah. But Crofty Towns, you're talking about a guy who's you know coming up in the last year of his current max contract and he's entering a super max contract where you're talking about upwards of 49 million 2025 53 million 2026 57 million 2027 61 million 2028 and i know that's a player option that i can't imagine whoever turned down 68 (laughs) and 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 the one thing i hate when i hear cp is people will say well wait till the dvd comes in wait to see what the salary cap looks like we just dealt with John Wall, Russell Westbrook. How many guys did we deal with where they got these big deals? And that's the, the good player. They you know mm-hmm. guys had injured and guys that, you know, they didn't live up to the contracts by the end. But then, there, you know, there's the Joe Noah, Tim Faye There's a bunch of other guys in there. Like, how many of those guys existed where we said, well, the salary cap will go up, so it's not going to be a problem. And then those guys were unmovable almost yeah. two, three years into their contracts. I think the thing that would scare me about crying down for a guy who – has missed a lot of games. He gets hurt a lot. Um, I would be concerned about a his health and b if you realize that he's not it, and you or you try to upgrade that position. Let's say even who's taking on that contract. That would be my biggest yeah. concern with making a deal for him. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of those numbers, especially in the future years, seem to be in range of of what you can expect the next level of max contracts are going to be. I mean, Jalen Brunson's next deal, he's going to be making double what he makes right now. You can expect if if they believe that Jalen Brunson is going to take another leap and he truly does, he's easily going to be in the $50 million a a year range. So. That deal for Cat may not be that astronomical as you look into the future years. And then again, where the salary cap is and then what percentage of the salary cap is is, is his current number. So it, for me, it's it's not necessarily the, the financial aspect of it. It's the overall fit. And is this the guy that I want to pair off young talent and assets for if he's not guaranteeing to take me to the, to the NBA finals and the NBA championship, they're in a tough spot, even though they have the war chest to go get a player, it has to be the right guy. And, and of course at, at the right price, Carl Anthony towns for me, just, just isn't it. I mean, with the team that they have in Minnesota, they should be doing a lot better than, than they are. If, if Carl Anthony towns is indeed that guy, right? I think Anthony Edwards, many people expect to take another step and, and he's certainly the future of the NBA, but the, the Gobert pairing was to me, nonsensical in, in terms of the acquisition and then putting all their chips in the middle to go get him that he's making a lot of money. They have to go pay McDaniels 
and Edwards just got a lot of money. So sooner and sooner or later, they're going to be creeping up on that second apron and they're, they're going to want to ensure Minnesota ownership with Alex Rodriguez and the like, they're going to want to have want to make sure that if they're going to be paying luxury tax and, suffering under those restrictions of a second apron they want to make sure that they have a champion a true championship contender on the floor so i don't see a, a towns being put on the block just yet i i think that minnesota will intend to kind of see this gobert investment through see how they play together with another year of growth from anthony edwards with mcdaniels and the like and then maybe make a, a few decisions maybe it's next year or the year after i, I just don't think a, a town's trade is imminent yeah, it's going to be fascinating to follow, given so many ties from the Knicks side to town, town to the Knicks. Knicks lose on Saturday, but they play Tuesday night against the Celtics. Again, if you're not let's watch that game yet, you know, so that game will be happening later tonight. If you've already watched it, we'll have more on that later in the week.